Today on Late in the Day Saints, we'll be talking about plastic surgery. I, uh, I can't think of anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you're too busy looking at someone's plastic surgery. Put my nose back up. Surgery. Put my nose back up. It was good for plastic surgery. <laughs> they soldered it in there. <laughs> you know what we'll do? We'll just go ahead, take this intro, put it on the chopping block, cut it up, make it look good. <laughs> <laughs> we'll fix it all up. Can we afford that kind of uh, surgery? I would like a free consultation before we do this. I'll I want to see what it looks like on the computer first. I'll hire someone from Thailand. Today on Late in the Day Saints, we'll be talking about plastic surgery. No intro joke needed. Colin is too funny. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another edition. I'll do it again because Isaac interrupted me. Yep. Isaac, you well, interrupted me. Ah, stop it! <laughs> Everyone just shut up. Shut up. I don't know what that is, but I'm about to tear it out of the wall. What is beeping? F it. We'll do it live! <laughs> You guys ever see that one? Do what? You didn't see that video. Uh, it's one of Bill O'Reilly flipping out because he can't do the recording. Oh, yeah. So he just starts dropping the F-bomb saying he'll do it live. All right, here we go. Welcome to another edition of Late in the Day. It's late in the day. It's late in the day. And we are in the late in the day, Saints. It's late in the day. It's late in the day. I don't know why I'm dancing. No one can see me except for Hillary and Isaac. And it's awkward. But I'm dancing so I can do this song for all of you. It was beautiful. I was waiting. Shaving a haircut, two bits. <laughs> and how uh, I was waiting for uh, the mandolin to come help us out there Hillary mandolin that's what I said yeah. <laughs> are you are, did you retire as a mandolin player when you picked up a profession of enabling <laughs> heterosexual couples to get married and be healthy <laughs> and buy wedding cakes <laughs> yeah and buy wedding cakes no, do you mean homosexual couples? No, I thought you were a traditional family nurse practitioner. Oh. What's your uh you don't play the mandolin anymore? I do. Oh yeah, I do. Well, I really appreciate all the effort and the planning that you did to have it ready to go. Hey everybody, my name is Colin. I'm Isaac. Oh my gosh. This is going to work great. I, I can already tell. Isaac, you go. Our dynamic is perfect. <laughs> Maybe uh, you know, order or something? With this podcast, Colin, I, I kind of feel like I'm experiencing what it's like to be your parents, like going to like see you perform in elementary school. Yeah. You know? Like you're up on stage and you're doing like you're a crappy drunk. job. But you're just like, oh, that's my kid. That's my oh. kid up there. Just, it's not coffee. Look, it's almost running a podcast. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I still stand by the fact the only difference is you're sober. So, <laughs> my, uh, so let me tell you the apathetic state of my dad when we were uh, growing up. Mm-hmm. So, we had to, uh, we went to a school where it was expected for like some of the parents to help out with certain activities. Um, and my dad, since I could remember, ran this incredibly, not time consuming, but like not time consuming enough to pay attention to it, newsletter for the school, right? So mm-hmm. this was in the 90s when he was like the only one that knew how to use like uh, MS Word to create like, <laughs> you know, a newsletter out of everyone in school. And so everyone would send him all this crap. And I just remember like once a month, there was one night where you were just not allowed to talk to my dad, right? <laughs> Uh, because he did like a really good job of, of not uh, yelling at us when work was stressful, but this was solely our fault, right? right like yeah. if he didn't have kids, he wouldn't have to do this stupid newsletter, right? So like one night a week and every other parent, keep in mind, I think there were like five parents that were involved with this newsletter. So every other parent is procrastinating until the last minute. So my dad would have to have it turned in the next day and he would get like everything in raw form at like (laughs) nine o'clock at night, you know? And so that whole night he'd be stressing out. He's like, I'm going to stay up late doing this stupid newsletter. Then uh, we'd come in and it would basically be like, you know, we made cookies for him and some milk and we're on a tray and we're walking up the stairs and we, we hit like the second stair and my dad goes, don't even come upstairs. I don't want to see you. He'd be like, but we made. I don't want to hear you either. <laughs> breathe quietly. <laughs> we're don't down. Breathe. We're down in the basement, like. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was his contribution. But at some point, they wanted some FaceTime. Right? They were like, you can't, you can't just get away with doing this once a month. You know, we want to see your face. So in eighth grade, he once again procrastinated it all the way till the end of our schooling. Um, He went and he volunteered for our eighth grade trip to be a chaperone. And we went to Niagara Falls. Um, So we went up there and I remember we were out there one morning and I didn't know this, but like all of us got together. There were about five or six adults that were chaperoning everybody. And at one point, all of us got together and we were all hanging out and going to all these things together. And I didn't know, but what my dad had done is he had went to one of the other chaperones and he said, hey, I'm going to go across the street to McDonald's to get some coffee. Can you watch my kids for me? So he went up and the the other chaperone was like, oh yeah, sure, sure. I'll take care of it. So my dad went up and sat in the McDonald's and was watching, you know, us go up and down the street with the other chaperone. And then all of a sudden, two of the other chaperones came in. And then another chaperone came in. And my dad looked at him. He's like, where are all the kids? He was like, oh, we asked the other chaperone to take care of them. <laughs> oh, no. And so the five of them are sitting there looking out the window as this one chaperone is has like, 38th graders <laughs> running up and down the street doing all this crazy stuff. And instead of helping them out or thinking, hey, these kids are going to get hurt or lost, 
they started ridiculing and making fun of the chaperone, calling him super <laughs> chaperone, <laughs> and harassing him from a distance while he, they were sitting there sipping their coffee. And then, uh, but then rumor, my dad said that. So scandalous. It's almost like you went to public school. <laughs> My dad said after about 20 minutes, the eighth grade teacher walked in on him at McDonald's because she came up for coffee and she was like, where are all the kids? <laughs> <laughs> and they just laughed at her. They were like, oh, super chaperones got it. You know, it's like, yeah, it, once, once he told me that story, I suddenly realized all too late that my eighth grade teacher had no power over us. That what was, what was she going to do to my dad, right? Yeah. And I realized, holy crap, what was she going to do to me? Why was I so scared of her, you know? Teachers so, are scary sometimes, though. Yeah. In school, yeah. No, this was private school. We were in, we, we went to private school, please. No, that's what I mean. I, wasn't it Catholic private school? Um, they prefer to be called Christian. Oh. No, wasn't it Sacred Heart? Yeah, it was Catholic. Yeah, that's Catholic. I don't name drop on here, Rachel. <laughs> Sacred heart of the nope, way off. Pittsburgh <laughs> private Catholic <laughs> school. This <laughs> says Roman rule. I got my knuckles bruised by a lady in black. We're <laughs> classing this uh, podcast up, Tori. <laughs> Do you guys know that song? <laughs> oh, I don't know that song. Okay. So, anyway, uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm proud. So, Isaac, you would say that this podcast is just uh, more, uh, less a podcast about being faithful in the Mormon church and more a podcast uh, that maybe a grade school or middle school kid would put on. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like, for a you know, like, show. I think that's, yeah. We just figured out it was possible. I have a, a niece who has a YouTube channel, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh. You know, she's got two followers, and uh, it's, it's almost dad. like she's a YouTube person. She's going to uh, get kicked off YouTube. Did you know that? They're ending all content for kids. Unless she's, like, uh, reviewing encyclopedias yeah. and stuff. Wait a minute. This is very important because all my kids watch is YouTube. Yeah, I think they're shutting it down because, like, pedophiles are just running rampant in the comments there section. Are, yeah, there are too many, too much of that is going on, and somehow some of them still weed their way through um, through videos, and, like, what do they, how do they, they, like, insert themselves into <laughs> Peppa Pig videos and, like, you teach kids how to commit suicide? It's like, it's yeah. So they're like, all right, well, we can't stop it. So we're just going to shut the whole thing down. Although, to be honest, in terms of internet lifetime, that's probably one of the, I would say, longest span of anything on the internet before it was taken over by pedophiles and weirdos. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, GeoCities was rampant with it. Just <laughs> GeoCities couldn't even, eh, they couldn't even hold it. GeoCities account without... Alta Vista was gone. Pets.com, all of it just ruined. That's what happened to Live Journal. Uh, what was that one where you could just like um, chat roulette? Yeah, that took like ten <gasps> minutes. That was ten minutes of like being awesome and just meeting weird people, and then all of a sudden it was just like genitalia, 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 yeah. uh... and it was just like, ah, oh, you ruined it. 
It was Could you fun. imagine the creators of that? Like they put all this like time and effort into it, come up with the idea, <laughs> get the technology in order, and then like they're like, oh right, that that's what this was going to turn into, no matter <laughs> what. Every time, lowest common denominator. Every time. No, I feel like someone creating a website or a service on the internet is like a musician creating a song, mm-hmm. right? And the first thing in their mind is, how do I make sure that Weird Al is not going to parody this? (laughs) Can't be done. Yeah, it can't. (laughs) Either that or turn it into like, you know, Jingle Bells was immediately Jingle Bells, Batman Smells, Robin. (laughs) Did you, uh, I just, anyone who hasn't seen that episode of 30 Rock where Weird Al's on it, it's amazing. Where she was just like, who could ever parody this like you know heart so loud they're just like what are you talking about fart so loud he just knocks (laughs) off like 60 (laughs) (laughs) weird al will get you (laughs) so then she made the fake one she was like i like pizza mama pizza (laughs) and then he normalized it all right um so that's not what we're here to talk about though Everybody wants to know. Everybody wants to know. Tunes in to us to get the breaking news. Normally, we would we would talk about. Uh, normally, we would talk about why we haven't been on the air for a while. That's our first longest. <laughs> get, right. We'll get to that in a second. We have breaking news that we have to push before that. This is how important it is. Whoa! The Saints Volume Two has the first two chapters online. Ah, uh, bored. Are you kidding me? The Saints Volume 1 was one of the greatest reads the church has ever put out. It was, I mean, it was great. When are, when are they Wait, signing that? Are it, it was very, I mean, it was very informative. What yeah. am I talking about, Hillary? Yeah, I'm talking about a story of a little boy who had to sit there and watch his brother get shot and killed and die in his arms in Missouri. I'm talking about the story. What? This is the last book Colin read. Hey, you're 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 uh, giving me a lot of credit with the term "read." I would say <laughs> listened to via headphones uh, while driving in the car. Um, no, it's uh, it's this unabridged, well, as much as they could, unabridged um, history of the church, and they don't really shy away from anything. So it mentioned like Fanny Alger. Uh, except it, apologizing. <laughs> <laughs> you don't apologize in history. Like, you don't yeah. open your history book and they're like, so we had slaves. We're really sorry. And you're like, you who's, no, but who's sorry? Peterson Publishing, who made the book? <laughs> So, so anyway, um, yeah, like they mentioned everything. They mentioned like the tension between Joseph and Emma. They mentioned like all of the uneasiness that followed around the mistakes that were made in the early church when Joseph was alive. Like it was, it was crazy. I was surprised at the amount of stuff that they mentioned in there. Um, basically, if it was like written down, they would be like, yeah, and then this person said this about it. And who is I, I don't like the... Who's the author? What? Isn't it like a bunch of different scholars? Yeah, I think it, it was compiled by um, historian, historians. That, historians. Uh, historians. His, history? Historians. 
that the church hired and, and put together. So I was thinking. Oh, that the church be, hired and put together. Okay. Yeah. So I was thinking it was going to be more like um, the green manual from the Institute manual. <laughs> right. But, but it, it wasn't, it, it was, it, it made me think a lot more and be like, Ooh, that's not a good look. And look at it be like, Ooh, good. Yeah. And so the volume two is coming out and this is, I think is going to be really cool because I think everybody knows a lot of the murky things about like Joseph Smith and the early church, but so, sorry, Isaac, go ahead. I don't, I don't know, Colin. Uh, my mom always told me not to read anti-material. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I can, if I can do this. But volume two focuses also, on like Salt Lake City with Brigham Young. Oh, and yeah. I think there's a lot more information about all the mess ups that happened under Joseph Smith. Um, but I don't think there's as much about Brigham Young cause it was uh, a lot more t- like he wasn't the first guy, you know, yeah. he's always, he was so, he's notorious though. I mean, I'll like the racism was really bad. So his personality and stuff, but like what I'm interested to see is what did he do that was like screwing up in the church? Oh, like shy away from like he told him to go there and then they shouldn't have gone there, you know, or he told, you know, and they're very humanistic and like, yeah, Joseph Smith screwed up a lot with stuff that he did. And so I'm excited to see uh, what what volume two holds. So that was just the late breaking news. If anybody wants to, uh, I'd say read, but then, you know. I can't. See, Colin, you know, I'm a little uncomfortable calling uh, the, the things that happened in the early church, you know, mistakes, right? I, I like to think of them as uh, learning opportunities. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, because you apologize for mistakes. <laughs> learned that lesson. <laughs> yeah, so it was a learning opportunity when they lost yeah. all their money in Zion's bank. Right. <laughs> oh, you guys, we can't talk about this. I'm getting my hackles up. We got to switch that. <laughs> I have so much to say about this, and it's just going to go downhill. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's switch subjects to something that Hillary's going to be a lot more passive about. You guys all want to know why we took time off. And we took time off because I was in protest of the podcast. I do not want to do any podcast until we get equal pay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like- I want equal pay as Howard Stern for my podcast. What? Uh, I am standing united with the United States women's national team. Uh, <laughs> the, the fight for $15 million uh, a year. So let me tell you, I, the reason why we came back on and why we started this is because I heard an argument that was actually pretty sound on why they shouldn't get paid as much. Because I was sitting here saying... Is it because they get periods? <laughs> Yeah, is it because they own uteruses and vaginas? Is that why? Let's That's part it. of it. Well, <laughs> see, Hillary, I think I think you're you're being rude because I bet there's some people on the team who've had a hysterectomy, and we don't want to say that they still own uteruses. Oh, <laughs> whoa! We have to be very hey, careful. They might have been original owners of uteruses, <laughs> okay. though. Uteri. Uteri. Please say it right. So, um, uh, yeah, as many of you know, I'm known and celebrated as somewhat of a champion of Mm -hmm. equal rights. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> it's true. I have mowed my equal share of lawns at this point. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, on our website, we totally have women on the picture, not three guys, one of which only did like five podcasts and hasn't done an episode yeah, totally. in like four years. <laughs> doesn't even go here. He doesn't even go here anymore. Uh, so I would say though, if I'm ever not um, a proponent of equal rights, it's less out of sexism and more out of just laziness. And you know? fear, bigotry, right? No, not so much fear. Like I'm not scared of women. I mean, they're so weak and little. Hey, <laughs> uh, I want to just, I have to, I think it's not out of laziness. I think it's because you come from a place of extreme privilege. That it doesn't affect you. And you don't have to look at it. Extreme my, comfort. My extreme privilege. That's like me saying, oh, I don't, it doesn't really bother me that other people, I don't know. Like here I sit in my five bedroom house. Well, yeah. you know, homeless people. I'm just lazy about it. No, the truth is that I am so children at the border. Fancy house, and I, like, of course, it's easier just to not just to like stay here, and not worry about. Well, I mean, anyway. I I get back to um, complimenting myself on the efforts that I have made in championing <laughs> this podcast to have. I mean, we have two that women and two men, correct? Oh, yeah. Um, Let's divide up how much of the time is spent men talking and how much is spent women talking. How about how much of the time the three of us are talking versus how much time Colin is talking? <laughs> I, feel, I heard you guys breathing a lot so far. <laughs> We're very huffy. <laughs> We're going to count the breaths. <laughs> I I would like to um, bring us back to a time where there was an all-female podcast, yet it never got aired because it wasn't funny. <laughs> it's not because women aren't funny. It's because those women weren't funny. It's a difference. <laughs> so anyway, all right. It's like trying so. to put Rush Limbaugh on a comedy podcast. It's not going to work. Wait, he's not doing a bit? All right. So uh, again, again, the history of books will let it be known that I myself have been more, I would dare say more a champion for women than women themselves. Oh. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, I was, I was thinking of the women's <laughs> national team and I was like, okay, here's the problem. The women's national team brings in more revenue than the men's national team. And yet the men get paid more. And in any Entertainment. Also more championships in the last four years. Well, yeah, that's how they get more revenue. So, regardless of whether or not they're good, that really doesn't matter in my mind. What matters is they bring in more money, so they should make more money, right? That's like fair. Justin Bieber. I don't think he's really that good, but he <laughs> brings in more money than the Civil Wars. So he makes more money than the Civil Wars. The Civil Wars have been disbanded. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm going to turn down Rachel's mic because I feel like there are too many women talking right now. <laughs> <laughs> They're not a band anymore. That's so, why they don't make as much money. So my first gut reaction to this was, okay, well, 
the women have to get paid more than the men because they're bringing in more money. Um, but what I didn't realize is um, on a, it's, it's not on a national level. It's on a FIFA level. So what FIFA does is the same thing the NFL does where um, the teams all make money and then it gets pooled and distributed. And so what happens is with the men's soccer team, all of the money that's made worldwide gets pooled and then it gets distributed to the teams. And the best teams make more of a percentage of that. And the worst teams, they still get a lot of money because the idea is you want to feed those teams so that they can compete. So you don't get what's happening in baseball where it's just the Yankees that are crushing everybody. Um, so the idea is that you filter and you flow in. So naturally, the men are getting a lot of money to develop their team, whereas on a global level, the FIFA women's doesn't pull in as much money. So it would be interesting to me, and I don't know this because heaven knows I haven't prepared for this, it would be able to see if the women get a higher percentage of that global chunk of money that the women's FIFA generates than the men get in terms of a percentage of the global men's. So that's why it's a skew. Personally, though, so uh, that makes total sense with the way that it's set up where it's like, oh, that's why the men make more money. But personally, I want to finish this before I don't get back to it. Everybody thinks that I'm a sexist. <laughs> I think what the U.S. government, I think the U.S. government should step up and match the pay for the women's national team so that they make at least as much as the men's national team because technically both of those are considered a nonprofit. They're not considered um, like an entertainment entity. And so I think the, the government should have funding for that to continue to develop that, but then also show like, hey, we're making a stance that we appreciate this team as much as we appreciate the men's team, you know, if not more, because we're actually giving them money. I will agree with that after everybody who is being imprisoned at the border finally gets some toothpaste. Damn. But I bet, I shouldn't say that. Do it. Nope. I stopped the joke. Okay. Oh, it's a joke. Yeah, never mind. Because I saw all of the photos of it and it just made me so sad. And I'm like, I can't make fun of the people at the border. You can make fun of the, uh, you can make fun of the officers that are letting it happen because they're <laughs> or mike pence who just stood in front of them and was like garbage i don't see anyone here that's suffering and it's like dude mike we can see suffering. it in the photo behind you anyway <laughs> isaac what were you saying oh see i always thought it was just a, like a competitive wage thing right like so they pay the men's team more because uh if they couldn't attract them to play soccer like you know they'd could be like computer scientists or <laughs> engineers, you know. Yeah, but who's a soccer player as a computer so, scientist? Yeah, man, because none of the women's national team is going to be any of those things. I mean, maybe I a mean, nurse or a grade school teacher. Oh, there'll be there will be another hidden figures movie later, but it'll be about a. Uh, soccer player who's secretly a rocket scientist (laughs) oh that was good isaac so um yeah i feel i don't know hillary how do you think about that are you upset at all well i didn't know anything about how they're paid i just uh i think it they should be paid more than zero dollars per lost game (laughs) (laughs) i mean how are their families living that's the 
that's the question. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like in your gut, so you go back to your gut reaction where if you hear something and it says, yeah, the women have won four, I think four championships now. They've gone back to back. They're the first women's team to do that, but they don't get paid as much as our men who have never qualified. Your gut reaction is, yeah, that's not right. And they bring more money. You're like, nah, that's not right. It's because they don't have David Beckham. Well, I think rather than paying the women more, the men should just donate the excess, right? Something actually productive, like feeding the homeless or something. Like, why are these athletes making so much money anyway? Uh, Isaac, I know it's hard for you because you're coming from a position of not having a lot of skill, but most people. It's not true, Isaac. I think you have skills. <laughs> I value your skills, Isaac. Look, I've played video games with Isaac. That's his best feature about him. I don't it's, agree with that. But. It's <laughs> mediocre to poor at best. I've also I've watched Isaac his... play soccer, and I feel like he's better at video games than he is soccer. Right? That's true. <laughs> what about video game soccer? Yeah, no, he's not good at that. He's not good at any of it. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a good point. Um, so anyway, that's why we've been protesting. Uh, we've been protesting because women need their equal rights. And you know what? I was reminded that we're at that level now, last mm-hmm. week. We are at a position where women have equal power as men. We finally when, reached it. We did. We went to a wedding, and there was a woman who was the pastor at uh-huh. the wedding. And she had on this really cool like little vest with all these little symbols from the different religions on it. That was cool. And she, uh, she brokered the wedding, I should say. Right? Wouldn't you say it was a, a brokerage? I guess so. Her part in it folder? was kind was she of holding a folder? Yeah, she was holding a little folder. Uh-huh. Uh, and then she was like, exchange the vows and the rings. And then at the end, she did one of the coolest things I've ever seen where she was like, so I'm a lady and I have no authority. So it was by your own vows and your own rings that you are now married. <laughs> I was like, oh, so wait, we missed it? Like, uh, <laughs> Did she really say that? She, did, she didn't say the no authority part. I mean, it looked like she was going to say it, but she really said she went... Um, she's kind of like because of the things that you've said and giving the rings, you're now married by that. <laughs> I know, like, I know, I look important standing up here in between both of you, but uh, you know, I'm, <laughs> I had you fooled. I was just, I was just standing here. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was, and we were just like, we missed it, right? Like it's, it's <laughs> over. Like wait, I like it when they say, I now pronounce you man and wife, because then you're like, oh, it's right now, you know. <laughs> Now they can have sex. (laughs) (laughs) Their clothes just rip off. I'm not going to leave, but I'll look away. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to look away, but I'll leave. (laughs) Yeah, I, I feel like you want that moment at a wedding. You want the moment of they are now a thing. Mm hmm. I mean, she, it, yeah, and so it was just weird that that was taken away from me. But um, <laughs> you, you feel personally victimized. I do. I do. <laughs> I wanted to maybe like reach out in a letter 
<laughs> like, you know, is it possible to photograph the exact moment that you were married? No, because no her, one knows when it was. Just give her a rating on like TripAdvisor. Yeah, TripAdvisor. <laughs> I was at this pasture and I saw no milk, grains, or fields. Uh, Instead, I ran into a lady who talked about vows and decisions. So, um, but it was very interesting because before the wedding, I learned that my niece is very addicted to kissing. Oh my gosh. She <clears throat> loves kissing. Oh my gosh. She and, and she, Michael need to have a talk about Yeah. That. And she turned to me and she went, um, Uncle, Uncle Colin, I want you to kiss my daddy. <laughs> and I was, I was like, I'm sorry, Emmy, I can't. She said, Why not? I was like, Well, because we're already married. There's no reason for us to kiss each other, you know, because she's expecting you. And she was like, You guys are married? And my brother went, Yeah. And I said, And she, she said, well, Why don't you kiss then? And I went, Because when we got married, we took a vow that we would never kiss each other. You know, I thought we were getting into like weird territory, you know, so I didn't know if my brother would play along. And then my brother looked at her and went, yeah, Emmy, the world's just not ready. <laughs> and at that point, I heard a, oh, from behind and I turned around and it was my sister-in-law and she walked away. <laughs> she didn't think it was funny. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like we've achieved it though. Um, Hillary, how many traditional family weddings have you proctored when you're nurse practitioner practice? As a nurse practitioner. <laughs> yeah. When I've practitioned nursing. <laughs> how many of those? Wait. Like a number, a tangible number. What do you mean? I've never married anybody. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess we have a lot of work to do then. <laughs> We're, I, I guess you proved me wrong. We're not as advanced as I thought we were. Um, yeah, although speaking of advancements, I, we have to get to our topic today because it's an amazing topic and we've been going on for a while here. Um, plastic surgery. Plastic surgery is the bee's knees of, of everything. I didn't realize this, but um, apparently people like to get plastic surgery in Utah, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Number Why? one, breast augmentation. Yeah, okay. breast augmentation. I found an article. Wait, they make them bigger. <laughs> you know what? They you know what this is for money, Colin. <laughs> oh, okay. You know what this is? There's there all like those agreement we could do, where like my dad does their newsletter for eight years. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Isaac. It's all those Utah Mormons that take the their porn uh, no pornography thing seriously, right? Yeah. So, you know, if you don't have any kind of outlet like that, you've got to, you, you got to build it at home. <laughs> you know? Literally, you got to Minecraft your sex life. <laughs> so I'll tell you this. I, I didn't know it was that bad. Oh, it's so bad. And then I was at a conference in Salt Lake and we were driving to Salt Lake City from one of the suburbs. And my buddy that was with me, he was like, did you just see that? And I was like, what? I know. And he was like, oh, there's, there's this poster and it was for like a vagina reconstruction, like on the thing. Right. Yeah. And I was, that's, that's what like my least favorite billboard? thing about Utah is all the billboards. Like, oh yeah. Get out of on my face billboard. And I thought for people uh, of a religion that would cringe just at the thought of me saying the word vagina and them hearing it and how awkward that makes them feel, let alone yeah. if there's like a teenager in the room 
you know, mm-hmm. they, they would send them on a mission a to just not talk to them about it, right? <laughs> um, there's just this billboard that it's like, hey, you've been wrecked by all those kids. Like, we'll fix you, right? And I was like, no, I didn't see it. I want to see it. So then we were only going to drive by. Detour. What'd you say? You took an hour detour, got off the freeway. <laughs> no, no, no. So that was the thing. We were only going to drive by it one more time. And the last time we drove by it, it was with his mom in the car. Uh, and I was having a conversation with his mom. And it was like a stupid conversation that I was just being a jerk. And she was taking me seriously. And I was like, really hard we can cut all these mountains down. Because I was so sick of people being like, look at these mountains. They're I want to I was like, I bet we could take all these mountains away and put them somewhere else. And she's like, No, you can't. There's so many of them. And I was like, Yeah, <laughs> we can. We can figure it out. You know, like can't you just cut and paste everything? We have science, and then in the back of my head, I was thinking, Yeah, this is why men are really good at stuff because this lady's <laughs> sitting here going, No, you can't do that. And the man would go, Yeah, not only can you, I'm going to do it tomorrow. Uh, but <laughs> and then you woke up the next day and moved all those mountains like a man. Yeah. No. Well, all of a sudden, I just heard my friend in the car going, like, tapping on the window. And I thought, like, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't mean to offend your mom. I didn't know what's going on. And then we got to the airport, and he was like, yeah, I was tapping on the window because it was a billboard. <laughs> <laughs> and he was too awkward. He felt too awkward in front of his mom to be like, hey, look at that billboard for vagina reconstruction. <laughs> Is that funny, Enid? <laughs> Sorry, our daughter just walked over here looking like the cutest little cute face. So it's hard for me to do this topic with my daughter here. Here, let me have your phone. Because, uh, not because of the content, but because I feel bad making jokes because she's the most adorable thing and she can do whatever she wants. And she's like the most gracious person <laughs> so on the face cute. of the earth. Wait, anyway. I want to hear the article that Rachel read. What did you read about it? Oh, so there's this article that I found. She's, she's going to not talk into the mic for a little bit. <laughs> Hold on. Hold Hillary, you go first because I'm trying to give Eden the phone so she can watch some TV. Okay, I just have one interesting point to talk about in the article that I read. That yeah. um, a lack of education in women is correlated with a high percentage of plastic surgery, breast augmentation. Really? That makes absolutely complete sense. Utah leads the nation in like uneducated women. And the other thing I want to say, I read another article a long time ago, so I'm trying to just remember what it, but it was about patriarchy. I feel like if they just read the saints though, we'll we'll be better. (laughs) (laughs) You're only going to read one thing this year. Read the saints. If you can read two, read it if you're uneducated, Colin. But I, I think, think they patri- can read. patriarchy in Utah has a lot to do with plastic surgery. And the reason is that, so in Utah, the men are the ones with the power because they make the money and they have status in the church. And so what do women have in Utah? No education. They don't work. They're not in, I mean, that's not bad. I'm not saying that that's, what I'm saying is there's a Hillary, I think I'm going to go back to the point that I made earlier where out of everyone in this podcast I'm probably the biggest champion for women after you're like all these dumb chicks in Utah <laughs> well I think it's I, okay if they're dumb I don't think it's their fault I think that the, the power structures in Utah are really weird and, I, and so women kind of their only status 
comes from, you know, to balance out this extreme masculine patriarchy, the way they get power is by being the extreme feminine. Hmm. So anything they can do to be the most ideal, the most perfect feminine is like kind of how they, and it's in competition with each other. You know, the women compete with each other, but it's sort of like, I like how you had a way to tie that back to how men are the source of that problem. Hey, hey. Well, if the men are the ones making the money because the women are uneducated and staying at home, then of course they are the source. No, I get what you're saying because, I mean, I don't know statistically. I don't know if that's true, but I do know that when I was at BYU, I met way more women at BYU that just wanted to get married and start having kids and drop out of school then I met yeah. at Carnegie Mellon that felt that same way. Oh, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. I feel like maybe if they raise the tuition um, by 10 and it cost $40,000 instead of $4,000, there'd be a lot less women going to BYU to try to get married, right? Like no one's going to go to Carnegie Mellon and spend $40,000 on one year of education to try to find a husband. Oh, yeah. You know what Here's I mean? My- they would I if they were want- on full scholarship. Sorry, go ahead, Hillary. Oh, you well, were rudely interrupted by an uneducated woman. <laughs> if we, <laughs> we skip this scale just a little bit, like for example, like if we gave women just a little bit more power in Utah, by for example, like by ordaining women to the priesthood or removing <laughs> the priesthood, yes. so that everyone was on the same level in church-wise, you know, I wonder how much that would affect. I don't, I don't care if men have boob jobs. Here's the thing. I think <laughs> whatever you want to do to your body, that's fine. Did you know my chin is fake? I've had cosmetic surgery on my chin. Well, I mean, I can tell that chin? it's fake because you have that huge piece of metal on it. <laughs> you know? it's can you well, tell my chin is fake? I'm like, well, you look like a half Terminator. Yes, Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> it had to do with this big corrective jaw surgery I had, and then my chin was really not balanced and disproportional so the surgeon was like i can just pull that chin out so it will make everything balanced out so but it had to do with corrective surgery in my job like my teeth weren't growing together right or my jaw okay that's too that's beside the point so women can just like who cares who has plastic surgery the more and more i get into into like i don't know just like interviewing people and understanding their health issues where they're coming from I'm just like, who cares? Like, <laughs> there's no, well, but, but I will say, I don't care if the individual gets plastic surgery, but I am concerned with the systemic problems that make them feel like they need it. You know, the systemic so, problems are what's the problem. Here's a question, Hillary. Um, do you feel, so number one, let's just go and say for this instance, no one can see that. <laughs> Hillary my, saw it. My wife is being weird. Um, for in this instance, women will never get the priesthood in the church. Let's just operate under that, that guys, right? Then they start getting educated and making their own Well, money. so that was my question is how, if that's not an option, is there an option that would, because I mean, I look at like our family situation, right? And I look at Rachel who has an undergrad degree 
um, and I have a master's. And I, uh, when we walk around the house, and Rachel goes, "Can you help me for, two, for a profession?" So? No, you didn't. So then we oh. walk around the house, and and Rachel's like, "Can you clean the bathroom?" And I pull out my master's degree, and I shove it, <laughs> and I go, "I will not clean that bathroom. I am farly superior. I I am. How would you say that?" Yeah, see? <laughs> far more far superior is, educatedly. Yeah, <laughs> that is why I'm the one correcting his grammar all the time. Hey, look, you don't need grammar to get a master's degree, all right? <laughs> all you need is $40,000. $40,000. Or a dad that works there. Times three. Or a dad who is the boss of the university. Not a mom who's the boss of the university. A dad who's the boss of the university. And then they'll give you whatever you want. Uh, you know, Except so, for free tuition. <laughs> yeah, for some reason. So I, I just look back at it. I just think, yeah, you know, I'm smarter than Rachel. And so she needs to get plastic surgery to correct herself. It has nothing to do with my priesthood or anything in the house, you know. Everything you're saying is fair. I'm going to pray for it, about it tomorrow during sacrament. <laughs> Uh-huh. So, uh, no, but like, uh, so I look at our family, <laughs> I look at our family situation and I'm just like, I feel that we, we are believing members of the church with our own gripes and things that we struggle with, but like we fall in line with a lot of teachings of the church. And yet I feel like Rachel is very empowered. Right. But I think that might be because we're not under the social norms of Utah. Oh, yeah. And so I sit here and I think, is it a church teaching or is it people who are taking advantage of the church teaching and ingraining it in the culture? Yeah, there's a difference between the church and the culture sometimes. Oh, for sure. Well, I also think you're talking about the power structure within your own home. Mm. I don't think you're talking about power structure. Oh, my daughter has all of it. Rachel outside the the home. yeah. My, my my daughter has all of the power inside of our home. You you mean Rachel needs to have power outside the home? She kickboxes. She had a she had a technical knockout her last match. I yeah, I think she's doing a great job. Oh my gosh. I don't just think cuz you're Mormon that you're that Rachel is like oppressed. I well, mean, she's I had three plastic surgeries that. and you called her an idiot. So I have Did I, was I, I surgery and Rachel. <laughs> Uh, I so, think it's definitely different outside of Utah. I thought we were talking about plastic surgery in Utah among church members. Yeah, can oh, no, I we read are. you something I found interesting in this article? Sure. Okay, look a little more interested, okay? Well, hold on. Let me go get my master's degree. <laughs> and then I'll read it. All right. <laughs> so I actually read this last year. Um, and the article is actually called, Why Are So Many Mormons Getting Boob Jobs? <laughs> yeah. I so, think that might have been. And I so can answer that actually, really easily because they're awesome. Boob <laughs> jobs are awesome. I mean, you don't see like, why are so many Mormons getting, uh, I don't know, athlete's foot on purpose? Because it's, it's like, awesome. Because it's gross. <laughs> and it, in the article, it has all of these pictures of these billboards in Utah. <laughs> and oh, yeah. Yeah, one of them's of this beautiful woman and it says, make your inner beauty jealous. <laughs> and another one says... Um, like breast augmentation be the envy of your neighborhood and um, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, So one thing that I found interesting in here is it says the Mormons in Utah are surrounded by other Mormons. So they aren't automatically better than their neighbors. And 
because they're Mormons or their neighbors are Mormon too. And so, um, I feel if you took a poll, um, we would be the first on our block to acknowledge that we're probably one of the worst. (laughs) That's because our kids are the only ones that run outside completely naked, like no underwear. And (laughs) this guy drove by and he was like, Hey, you got to get some plastic surgery on that little three-year-old. <laughs> uh, anyway. I think uh, you're right. Though. That one that I read also said that um, the lack of education and homogeneity within neighborhoods is another yeah, highly correlated. And plus they're like, since a lot of them start having children so early in their early 20s, you know, sometimes as young as like 18 or 19, like they don't have like, I guess autonomy over their body for so long it belongs to someone else for so long if they're breastfeeding or if they're growing like so many children and so they're finally like like once they're in their 30s or 40s or whatever they're like I'm going to take my body back and that's when they're like like I want the body that I was supposed to have in my 20s and since I never had it because I've always had stretch marks and I you know whatever it's just a Mormon version of of the dirty 30s is just like looking at your body for the first time after having five kids and being like I feel dirty. What happened? <laughs> what happened? What happened to me? I gotta clean this up. Uh, <laughs> oh, it also says oh, that question. they feel like they're fulfilling their potential for perfection because they are misconstruing scripture about being perfect. Well, so that brings me to another point of what's the difference between getting a tattoo and getting plastic surgery? Exactly. I don't see any difference. Yeah, the difference is this was only sixty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Tell that Jack. to Hillary's chin, Colin. <laughs> yeah, and it didn't make your breasts bigger. No, uh, nothing will, Colin. <laughs> so that's, but you sit there, you look at it, it's like you can't have tattoos, and they go so against tattoos, you know, because yeah. you're a temple of God. And then I sit there and I go, how is that different than plastic surgery, though? Yeah. Yeah. And how does that fit in with uh, the resurrection? You know, which body do you get? How do you know if your body's perfect? Is it the one you got that was surgically altered? Or is it the one that you got that had black ruby? I don't think it's going to matter too much because my body's going in a big incinerator. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Like, please cremate me. I'm not so worried about Here's my thing, that. though. Uh, the I body I got that, that I was born with um, is not perfect at all. If I get <laughs> this body in the resurrection, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> my, my spirit deserves tenfold of this body. <laughs> and if the hair of your head shall not be lost, what about the hair of your armpit? Like, mm-hmm. gross. No, I think I'm you're pretty sure thinking, there's going to be no perfect bikini wax afterwards. <laughs> that's good. You're uh, you're giving me the benefit of the doubt that you think it's under my arms. Let's talk about the hair on my shoulders and upper back. <laughs> the sweater that is growing on your back. Well, you that's the thing is, it's not even that. a sweater. It's just very random long hairs. <laughs> I get up there and they're going to be like, that's your perfect body? And they said, why did they say no hair left behind? I don't understand. I love that. So I don't personally believe in resurrection. So I think it's just so funny to speculate about this. Like, like let's be, let's think logically about this here. Like, what, Colin's going to have these long hairs on his back. Yeah. 
I'm gonna have my old chin. I'm gonna have this weird face where my chin's clear back. I'm gonna have my old nose. Oh yeah. <laughs> Isaac's gonna look kind of like Isaac sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Mediocre at best. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm shooting for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Colin, right. Isaac only has time for one friend of his life in his life at a time. I think he's going to switch out soon. <laughs> yeah, right. You should. Oh, man. Hillary, I got to tell you this. So our son was in the car and he is the most adorable. No, on the don't face tell the him the story. No. And he was just like, you know, mommy, uh, I think I'm going to love and be nice to people who are mean to me because that's what Jesus would want. That's what he would do. Yeah, he's pretty fresh. And we were just like, yeah. Oh. Rachel was like, yeah, that's great. He's like, like, like Isaac's son, he's mean to be, but we're still friends. <laughs> he, said, he said, but I'm going to still love him because that's what Heavenly Father wants me to do. <laughs> so that so like, then I was like, that's like funny how it's like an opposite situation with the dads. I didn't know if this was like <laughs> Michael's cry for help. I was like, do, do you need, like, what's going on? <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, my just, kid's an a-hole. Yeah. <laughs> He just he just yells at him whenever because Michael's better at video games than he is. <laughs> so he just yells at him and tells him he'll never play with him again, and that's the extent of it. But so it's interesting because um, the dynamic between the two of them is about the same. That Michael's pretty much better than him and taller than him at like a lot of different things, but Elliot's like way smarter than him, right? And and more wise and intelligent. And so you have like that same dyna- dynamic in the parents. Um, but I've, Michael doesn't have the insecurity of like not being as bright as, as Elliot yet. So he <laughs> doesn't feel self-conscious about it. Whereas I feel self-conscious about it with Isaac. So I tear him down verbally to get my <laughs> level. And then Isaac. Um, so you basically treat him like a woman. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah. I, am getting I treat women and men right equally. I treat women <laughs> and men equally. That is true. So then, but then, like, Isaac, unlike his son, has developed the ability to just stay quiet about his inner feelings and repress them. Yeah, you're giving him a <laughs> So all he does is when I go too far, Isaac just shakes his head and goes, ah, and, like, starts to look down, you know? And then I can tell, oh, I've gone too far, whereas that would be you know, his son's version of like screaming and yelling at Michael and say, you're a cheater. I hate this. I'm never going to play with you ever. You know, Michael, stop winning. (laughs) (laughs) And at one point he brought over this brand new video game that Michael had never played and Michael beat him once and he just lost his mind. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, um yeah so that's plastic surgery any other thoughts on plastic surgery we really quickly have to do our scripture or mingle here Mm -hmm. uh before we close anybody else with plastic plastic surgery pressure surgery so let's move on perfect it would go down shout you learn that with your master's degree babe (laughs) it's okay i got an mdm from my university Funny enough, everyone who had the same view as me about the women's national team that was calling in the radio sounded like this. <laughs> I think them women shouldn't get paid because if they played against the men, the men would beat them. 
<laughs> That's what one guy called it. He sounded like that. He was just like, I think the men will beat the women. Are you telling me those women will beat our men? Our, our men that love America that will go visit that president? <laughs> You can love America and not love the president. And what's funny is that, like, you start to think that the majority of people think that way, but then you just realize, no, only the crazy people who are crazy enough to call a radio station at 7.30 on a Saturday morning to complain about that are the ones that are getting on, right? Like, all the same people are like, no, I've got stuff to do. Yeah, I'm not sitting on line for 20 minutes to be like, those women get beat by those men. <laughs> Uh, anyway, okay. So scripture you know, or or that, right? What'd you say? I, you know, I'm like an introvert, right? You know, I'd never call in a radio show, but, but like, you do a podcast. It, well, under duress. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> he's bullied into it. I uh, my Reddit account got uh, like hacked or something, and what? I have to like go in and change my password or something before I get my rights back to like comment and upvote and stuff. And I thought. I thought that I was just like a passive Reddit viewer, like that it wouldn't matter, right? Like I, it's, I'm, it's, I'm not into social media, right? I don't need a, this social outlet. So like, who cares if I can't comment or upvote or whatever? But I've realized over the course of the, the past few days, every time I try to do it and I get denied, that actually uh, I'm kind of social on there. Yeah, yeah. You, it's just a bunch of pictures and photos of you with your doctorate. <laughs> I'm going to comment on this because I have a doctorate. <laughs> yep. Pull it from the wall. Uh, yeah. So, all right. So, I don't know if Rachel fully understands this um, segment yet. <laughs> the idea of whether we, we say that the statement that we're about to say is scripture, meaning that you agree with it or... It's philosophy of man, meaning you think that it is not true, right? Right. So we're um, basically. So if I agree like, with it, I say scripture. If I don't agree with it, I say mingled. Yeah, but last time you were like, I know. Yeah. Uh, did a prophet say it? Then it's scripture. We're basically the general authorities in this scenario. And someone <laughs> brings us forward. Well, uh, I would say that you and I are general authorities. <laughs> I think I Hillary and Rachel would be general. The secretaries you know, that are in the room. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hillary's wincing. <laughs> it's okay, I'm glaring. She's like, why did I agree to do this? <laughs> um, the majority of the Mormon church will identify as Democrats in the following generation after millennials. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Say the last part again. So the majority of the Mormon church or the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints will identify as Democrats in the following generation after millennials. Scripture. Oh. I thought you were going to say like I mean, generation in heaven. The majority of Mormons in heaven. No, no, no. I'm saying like our I was going to say yes because only the Democrats are getting in. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, that's the question is, do you think the majority of our kids with the way the internet is would be Democrat? democratic i wish i wish that was true but there's there's no way so you think it's so what percentage of the church do you think is democrat uh i bet you there's fall off right i bet you like whoever leans democrat in the church 
like at least 50% of those people are going to leave the church. No, I'm saying, but right now, how many people do you think that are active members identify as Democrats? Like 3%. Yeah, 41%. I agree. 41%. No way. Yeah, they do. I do not believe it. 41%. You got to read the book, man. You got to read the book. Got to read Jana Reed. Eight out of 10 book. millennials are white, making okay, them a little Maybe they early. identify as Democrat, but I bet they still vote Republican. <laughs> no, the, I'm saying, no, I'm sorry. I, I was skewing that. This is in the millennial generation. 46% are GOP, 41% are Democrat. And those are active millennials in the church. I, I also know a little bit about that research. And I know that these Democratic active millennials are also super lax when it comes to like Mormon rules. Yeah, so like word of wisdom and stuff. Yeah, they're also mm. coffee drinkers. They don't wear their garments. They're, you know, there's Or they only of- wear them to the temple and on Sunday. They don't get plastic surgery. Yeah. <laughs> or they do, but they just don't. They're out there. <laughs> yeah, they're real weird. They actually <laughs> like their bodies the way that they are. <laughs> mm, I think damn. there's a few social issues that are definite, that are kids are going to be way more on board with like I think almost all of our kids are going to be okay with gay marriage and but I don't I don't think that um yeah I'm with Isaac on this one I think I feel that the aversion to homosexuality just comes from a lack of being around it and immersed from it in it from a young age yeah now keep in mind I still like I don't have anything against um homosexuals but but when i see two guys, <laughs> but. But when I see two guys Wait, kiss in, but in the back B-U-T like or but no 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 <laughs> whenever i see two guys kiss my first reaction is always <laughs> like it just it's a weird thing for me i'm just like i'm just like like i really wanted to go see that movie bohemian rhapsody but then I was like, I know there's going to be dudes kissing in it. And that's kind of gross to me. And I just like, well, see, to me, I'm whenever I always just want to be hit on by a gay person, you know, like that's when, you know, like you've made it right. Man, I must have peaked <laughs> in high school. If a man finds you attractive, like you've done something right. You know, I mean, women like I mean, straight women, like they don't really have a choice. Like, I don't know why they like uh, men in the first place. <laughs> It's but you know, you're gay guy hits on you like boob jobs. <laughs> so you're so you're basically saying before this completely goes off the rails, you're saying that you do not believe that our kids will be more democratic inside of the church. That generation will be still majority Republican. No, because I think there's a ton of Republicans, and they're you know a lot of like rural voters, like those people. Yeah. You know, you drive. 10 miles outside of Pittsburgh and you'll see all the Trump signs, right? Yeah. Those people, they propagate and their ideology propagates and I don't see that changing, you know? Yeah. All right. No? Well, we'll see. uh, Time will tell as this podcast holds up over the ages. (laughs) (laughs) I think in a couple years. 10 years, if you're listening to this, write write us uh, late in the day, saints at uh, gmail.com. Let us know how we did. Yeah. Well, I, so I think that's actually going to be a reason why Christ comes back is once the church starts to be more Democrats than Republicans, he's going to be like, we need to hit the stop button on this. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, 
seems like there's far too much feeding of the hungry and taking care of the poor <laughs> yeah. thing on here. Why, why is it there? Uh, the whole church, uh, I made it specifically clear that it's a top-down system. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, well, we super appreciate you joining us and standing in solidarity with the U.S. women's national team. Uh, Got to give it up, though, man. Um, as much as I support them, I did not watch one minute of one game. Yeah. But I did watch the highlights online. And I think that's more just because my life is crazy right now rather than like not wanting to watch it. No, soccer is boring. Like, <laughs> come on. They okay. just kick it back and forth, back and forth. I, I would watch a ping pong match. Isaac, you hate all sports, <laughs> you know though. Don't boring. make this. this. You would never watch a football game ever. So uh, you can't really talk about whether or not you're watching. Multiple football games. Have I w- once watched a soccer game? No. I watched like five minutes. I'm like, what is this? They're just running around. You know what's not boring is women's boxing. You should watch that. All right. Thank like, you I should get, joining I should get all upset about people not being paid fairly for running around kicking a ball in some stupid field. <laughs> yes. about it. Tell us how you really feel, Isaac. Zero cares. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, thanks for joining us, Hillary. It is always so great to see you. Thanks for letting me come. We miss you so much. We do. Um, You need to turn on the nose cam just for the last, you know. Okay. Let me just see this one last time. Uh, Oh, I have to approve your request. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. (laughs) For some reason, that reminded me of Ren and Stimpy. (laughs) Your your nose does look like Stimpy's butt. <laughs> no, I was gonna say those are blonde nose hairs. <laughs> All right. I think your nose is incredibly clean. You're like so brave. Thank you. That. Mine's probably full of snot. All right, Hillary, <laughs> your turn. No. All right. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Have a great week. See ya.